Hey, grown-ups! We are so incredibly grateful to you for listening to Story Pirates. Season 6 was really, really fun to make, and we're so excited for Season 7 right around the corner. To help us make the Story Pirates podcast the best it can be, we've created a short survey for our listeners, and we'd really, really appreciate it if you could take a few minutes to fill it out. You'll be able to tell us what you like about the Story Pirates podcast and what you'd like to see us do in the future. To fill it out, just go to realm.fm slash kids. That's realm, spelled R-E-A-L-M, dot F-M slash kids. And as a thank you, everyone who fills it out can enter to win a prize pack from a whole bunch of different kids' podcasts, including Story Pirates! Pretty cool. Again, that website is realm.fm slash kids. Thank you. Now back to the show. Hey, grownups. If you're a fan of comedy, there's a brand new podcast from our friend Justin Bartha that I wanted to tell you about. You may remember Justin from episode seven this season. He's the treasure hunter at the Met. And as you heard a seriously funny actor. Justin's show is called King of the Egg Cream. And in addition to Justin, it has just the most incredible cast. Again, this show's just for grownups and probably older kids. Grownups, you can take a listen yourself and see what you think. But if you're a fan of hilarious stuff and well-told stories, you will probably like King of the Egg Cream. Here's a taste. This egg cream is delicious. I wish the chocolate syrup inside wasn't so expensive. If you'd like to save some shekels and have some fun at the same time, make sure you tune in to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. And now, back to the show. Peter. Peter. My dear Peter. Lee, are you okay? You look terrible. No, Peter. I am sick. I am so very sick. A plague has fallen upon me! Yeah, you look truly awful. So pale, sweaty, exhausted. Never has my body known such sorrow! Uh, let me feel your head. Huh. You actually feel totally fine. The sickness is not of body. It is far worse. I have run out of keeper. Yes! keeper. The drink of a yogurt! What? Lee, that's not a sickness. I know, I was just being dramatic. Oh, well, well, you're a good actor. Like, you know, solidly good. Thank you. But I was really worried about you. You know, running out of kefir isn't a big deal. Well, it is to me. I love my kefir, and I can't live without it. Whoa, what's happening? There's something rising up out of the ocean. It is I, Poseidon, god of the sea. Whoa! Poseidon, what are you doing here? I can help. I can help you get more kefir. Really? Yes. But how? I am the god of the ocean, but my little brother is the god of another lesser liquid. He is the god of kefir. I bring you Greg. Hey, I'm Greg. What's up? He's yours now. Bye. Huh? Ugh, I'd love to take a nap. Is there somewhere I could take a nap? 
know how. Probably just magic. I'm a lazy bone. You can make a really funny story. Use your imagination, obviously. The Story Pirates. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Story Pirates Podcast. Where we take stories written by kids and turn them into sketch comedy and songs. Today we're joined by Poseidon's brother and god of Kiefer, Greg. You know, I wrote a story once. You want me to read it? Nah. Okay. But let's get to our first kid's story. It's called The Evil Cockroach Nation. One day, Sage was taking a hike for no good reason when she fell into this giant pit of cockroaches. They crawled all over her arms, legs, and neck. Ah, I guess, Sage said. Then she punched this giant cockroach in the face or whatever. I don't know what that thing is called. I don't know science. Then the cockroaches died. She climbed out of the hole. I don't know how. Probably just magic. And then she got a gazillion dollars because she survived. The end. And now, here's the author. Hi, my name is Cora, and I'm in the fourth grade. I live in Wisconsin, and this is my story, Evil Cockroach Nation. Okay, today is a special day, and do we remember why? It's It's story time time day! Oh, wow, you remembered. Yay! (laughs) Okay, well, who wants to go first? Uh, Sage, maybe since you didn't say yay with the rest of the class? Yeah, sure. Whatever. Why not? What have I got to lose, right? Excellent! Okay, Sage, just stand up there in the front and tell us a true story from your life. Okay, this story is totally true, and it's all about me. Just FYI. That's great! (laughs) Okay, so, one day, Sage was taking a hike. Ooh, loving the third-person narrator. Sorry, Teach, I respect you. But I want the class to be able to envision everything in great detail. Oh, I love it. Love that passion. Go on. Okay. So, one day, Sage was taking a hike when suddenly... Sorry to stop you again, Sage, but could you tell us why you were taking a hike? It doesn't matter what it is, just as long as it's specific, okay? Remember last week when we talked about using descriptive words? Ugh, come on! I was hiking for no reason. Lay off me! Okay, I guess that is a specific. (laughs) Proceed! So, Sage was taking a hike for no reason when suddenly she fell into a pit of cockroaches. Uh oh. Awful. Uh, I guess. Okay, uh, well, Sage, look, I love your imagination, but remember, the truth will set you free. Here's the truth. Who's telling this story, huh? You or me? Okay, you know what, Sage? I I respect your artistic passion and will allow you to continue. Back to my story. So, I, Sage, was being attacked by cockroaches. Giant cockroach! Hello, Sage! Gross, no, stop it! You'll never stop me! You're an evil cockroach nation now! Huh? 
approaches, rise up! <laughs> Who are we? Evil cockroaches! And where are we? Evil cockroach nation! And what do we want? Far away, deep inside a pit, is a terrifying place for your disgusting bugs. It's Evil Cockroach Nation! Evil Cockroach Nation! Oh man, these guys are so annoying. Ow! You punched me in my face! Yeah, and I do it again, for I am sage, and with every fiber of my being, I will fight to... Whoa, 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 sage! Okay, I'm sorry, but you punched a cockroach. Yeah. In the face. Uh-huh. Do cockroaches even have faces? Ugh, I don't know what that thing is called. I don't know science. All right, but, but what happened to all the cockroaches? Oh... They died. Oh no, that's terrible. Oh wait, uh, oh yes? I mean, look, I do hate cockroaches. Like I'm not scared of them, I just don't like them. We get them in our apartment because my husband is always leaving like half empty glasses of milk lying around and it's like, who's a grown man that drinks milk? <laughs> you guys know how it is. Oh great, and now we have crickets. Okay, well, I've said too much. Why don't you just finish your story? Well, so then I was out of the hole. Okay, wait. How did you get out? I don't know. Probably just magic, okay? Well, great. Now I'm in a hole surrounded by a bunch of dead bugs. What do I do? Are you stuck in that hole, little girl? Wow, a wizard. And yes, I am. Well, why don't I just use magic to get you out of there? Yes, please. Here I go. What were you doing in there anyway? I fell in, but then I punched a cockroach in the face. Do cockroaches have faces? I don't know, science! You're right, well, bye! Oh, where'd he go? Wait, is that the end of the story? Uh, so the, the wizard just poofed and that's it? No, then I got a gazillion dollars because I survived. What? Yeah, I got a gazillion dollars. I was literally just standing there like, where'd that wizard guy go? And then suddenly... Hello, Sage. Hey. Do you want to know who I am? Mm, not really. Okay, cool. Well, anyway, congratulations on surviving that whole pit full of cockroaches thing. I'd like to give you a gazillion dollars for your troubles. Okay. And now I'm rich. Wow, Sage, just... Wow. Because you're saying all of that is true. Yeah, well, except for one thing. What? Oh, let me guess. Wait, no, no, you didn't punch a cockroach in the face or meet a wizard or get a gazillion dollars. Oh, no, that's all true. Well, then what was the lie? I do know science! Yeah! The end, okay? Wow, great story. So cool. I really loved it. It was really good. Hey, guys. Hey, Greg. You ready to make some kefir? Well... Maybe, uh, first I could read my story? Oh, um, that's okay. Oh, alrighty. So you want some kefir, or whatever? Yes, please. I've run out, and it's just awful! Truly awful! If I can't get more of my favorite healthy treat, my life as I know it will be ruined! Dude, you gotta chill. I'll just summon some right now. NBD, alright? Hold on. Ooh, I can't wait to get more kefir! Oh, man. How do I do this again? Where's my, um, 
Hmm. Uh, Greg, do you need help? Huh. No, no, I've got it. I got it. Oh, okay. Here I go. Bloop. Oh, he's summoning Kiefer out of thin air. This is so cool. It's also sort of gross. Here comes my Kiefer. Ah! Yay, Kiefer! Problem solved. Yum, 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 yum. Uh, uh, Lee, the problem has definitely not been solved. There's Kiefer everywhere. Yeah, literally every single thing on this whole ship is covered in Kiefer. We're knee deep in Kiefer. We can barely move. Yeah. Oh, whoops. That's totally my bad. You want to hear my story now? No. We'll be right back. Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is sponsored by DoorDash, where you can get $0 delivery fees on eligible orders with DashPass, and new members get a 30-day free trial. Hey, Peter! Hey, Lee! What you doing? Just waiting for a delivery. Oh, that's cool. What are you getting? It's here! Thank you! Delicious sushi! Aren't you going to eat it now? Oh, no. I'm waiting for a delivery. I thought that was your delivery. Another delivery. It's here! Thank you! What's that delivery? Groceries. Oh, uh, want help putting them away? Thanks, but not yet. I'm waiting for a delivery. Another delivery? It's here! Thank you! Peter, why are you getting- It's here! Thank you! This seems like a lot it's of- It's here! Thank you! Peter, why do you keep getting so many deliveries? It's too easy! I can't stop! Well, what's that delivery you just got? Oh, more sushi. Wow, I guess getting that many deliveries makes you hungry. You have no idea. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Hey, grown-ups! this next message is for you. Shout out to Clarendon for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. One thing about me is that I love animals. I am not a dog or a cat person. I am both a dog and a cat person. And honestly, I don't want to brag, but animals love me too. If I'm visiting friends or family and they have a pet, there's a pretty good chance that I'll spend more time with the pet than whoever it is I came to see. So it is a huge bummer that I also happen to have really bad allergies around dogs and cats. I start sneezing, my eyes water, and I even sometimes have trouble breathing. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double-action combination of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. And guess what? Just the other day, I went to visit my dog friend, Opie, and I made sure that I took a Claritin D ahead of time, and my allergies were totally under control! We were able to run and play and wrestle, and I nuzzled him and everything. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. 
knee deep in kefir. Oh, whoops. That's totally my bad. You want to hear my story now? No! Ugh. You know there's nowhere I'd rather be than knee deep in delicious probiotic yogurt. But Greg, they're right. You have to clean up this mess. No. What? Nah. I said nah. <gasps> but it's your fault. Yeah. Okay. Fair. But you know what? I'm sick of people only wanting to hang out with me when they want kefir. It's like nobody really likes having me around. They just want the kefir. Poseidon's always like, not now, Greg. I'm busy protecting the seafarers, Greg. I don't care about your story, Greg. It's not fair. I'm more than just the kefir guy. Whoa. Greg, I'm really sorry. You're right. I should have been a better host. Gotten to know you. And I shouldn't have gotten so upset when you covered our entire ship in kefir. And we all should have listened to your story. Yeah. Why don't you read us your story now? Really? Okay. <clears throat> High up in a snowy mountain in a far off land, there was once a little kefir shoemaker. And that kefir shoemaker had two kefir children. The youngest kefir child was flavored like peach kefir, and her name was Peach. The older kefir child was named Coconut Chia, after the most delicious kefir flavor, Coconut Chia. Then one day, the two children were out walking when they came upon a market, and everyone was like, Ugh, oh, wow, look at that delicious Coconut Chia kefir. We want to drink it so bad. And the people in the market gave the special Coconut Chia kefir uh, special powers, like dominion over the sea. And the younger peach kefir felt bad because even though she was still so delicious, everyone was like, but is there any coconut chia kefir left? Because that's our favorite. That's when the peach kefir decided, no matter what flavor kefir you are, and no matter what the people in the market say, you just got to remember that you are still the champagne of dairy. And no one can take that away from you. The end. I'm crying. That was beautiful. I'm crying too. Me too. I can't cry for reasons, but I do feel a way. And I'm crying too, which is not good for the sea level. Poseidon. Yes, my brother. I'm sorry I doubted you and tried to pawn you off onto unsuspecting seafarers that wasn't nice to you or to them. I'm truly deeply sorry. Thank you. You want to come hang out in the ocean with me? Yes. See you guys. I'm going to go hang out with my brother now. Bye, Greg. Greg. Can I help you summon a kraken? No. Can we go slay a gorgon? No. Can I hold your trident? Definitely not. Wow. What a beautiful ending. I'm glad it all worked out. All right, guys. Let's do our last story. Wait, wait, Lee. Everything's still covered in kefir. And fair enough. Hi, I'm Peter, and I'm from California, and this is my story, The Guy. Yo, what up? I'm a stick figure. Name is The Guy. I live in Stickville. And my life is so fly. Why is your life so fly? I'm just happy. It's a blessing. And I sit all day eating chips with ranch dressing. I lounge so languidly, I suppose, that you could even say I was a lazy bone. You're a lazy bones. I know. I'm hecka lazy. Is that 
got the whole story. No, wait, it gets crazy. Picture this. It was peaceful. A Tuesday afternoon. I was sitting at home, eating chips like I do. When I heard someone rapping on my chamber door, I was like, oh man, this never happened before. I popped off the couch and pounced to make it open. Some mug on the rug and the dude's mad open. He goes, I'm Mr. Surler and I'm here to say that I am having a truly terrible day. I woke up this morning to put chips in my mouth and was frightened to find not a chip in the house. I was out and about on a route to find some lunch when I heard from your home an unmistakable crunch. Would you, could you give me just one chip and an itty bitty little bit of ranch to dip? See, I'm a lazy bones. Well, wait, you're hecka lazy? That's precisely what I am. Me too, that's super crazy. So there I was on my porch with some sap named silly Mr. Stirler and he wanted a snack. What was I to do? You tell us. That was rhetorical. I gave him a chip and now that moment is historical. Cause he said, thank you. And went on his way, but then he came back the very next day. Could I have another chip? And I was like, sure, but then he came on Thursday and he wanted some more. He came day after day. It was a chip and dip crisis. Did you like it? No, I did not like this. I even offered to share out of my good graces, he said. How could we share? We live in two different places. Now that was the last infraction. I decided at that moment to take some action. But you're a lazy bone. I know, I'm hecka lazy. What happened then? I just went crazy. I felt it. I went sane in the brain. I called the crane driver to bring your crane. Just followed your suggestions. When someone wants a crane, I don't ask questions. Hitched Mr. Surler's house to the crane. Drove the whole thing on a chain in the rain. Got it to my place and then let it drop. Next to your house? No, right on top. Oh. Mr. Surler was hanging in the house the whole tour. I thought my house was moving, but I wasn't sure. Why'd you smash them together? Guy, what's the basis? Now we don't live in two different places. Which means that sharing is now what we do. Well, week I buy chips, next week it's you. Now you're both lazy bones. That's, That's right, we're heck of lazy. What you think of my story? Guy, that was crazy. And now Lee speaks with the author. Hello. Hi, is this Pierre? Yep. Hey, how's it going? Doing great, I think. You think? Yeah, I think. Pierre, where do you live? Um, I live in California. How's California? It's pretty nice. We just don't get much snow where we live. Well, well, by not much, I mean no, nothing. <laughs> I heard someone in the background say, "AKA none at all." Yeah, that was my brother. <laughs> so. Pierre, how did you come up with the idea for your story? Um, well, once I read a book, and in that book, the main character made comics. And after I was finished, we, well, listening to that book on an audiobook, I started making my own comics, and yeah. And the main character was the guy. And that's pretty much how I did it. And then when I wrote down the story, I pretty much winged it because I was just too excited. So have you made a lot of comics about the guy? Not really. Maybe like 15 to maybe 20 or something like that. That's a lot. I guess. And in your story, the guy loves potato chips. I mean, who doesn't? Who doesn't? Talk to me about Mr. Surler. How did you come up with him? Uh, well, there was another character 
in my comics called The Duder, and I gave him a different name. And he's got a very big mouth, so I guess that's why he keeps coming back for potato chips. He doesn't have a nose. He has hair on the top and I think left side of his head. That's it. Oh, my gosh. The guy doesn't have any hair at all. No hair? Yeah, because all of these people are actually just stick figures. Right. Like, they have they have just a circle for a head, and then they have, yeah, sticks for arms and legs. You sound like you are a really creative guy. Oh, yeah, I love sketching. You're coming up with characters, you're sketching them, you're making comics, you're doing it all. Yeah, thanks. That's pretty awesome. What else do you do in your spare time when you're not sketching or making comics or learning? Um, so what I like to do, I usually like to play outside. I also like to make videos for my YouTube channel. Oh, really? What kind of videos do you make? Um, let me think. My most popular video, standing at more than 6,000 views, is about Hot Wheels. So do you like Hot Wheels a lot? Um, yeah, Hot Wheels are pretty fun. I have two boxes of them. You sound really productive. You sound like you're just like yeah. making stuff all the time. What well, I, I also like to play on my drum set and piano. What do you play on drums? Um, I've been doing like I, it's, now that I put it together in my mind. There's been a lot of rock and roll songs in my drum set. Nice. But, except for "Free Falling," which I played just recently. Oh, that's a great song. Definitely. It sounds really nice on the ukulele, which my mom is trying to learn on it. Oh, man. So your mom plays the ukulele, you play drums, and you guys are just out there in California singing Tom Petty. Ha! I don't know who Tom Petty is. He wrote Free Fallin'. Oh! One of the greatest songwriters ever. Definitely. So and another thing, the, if I do something with my mouth for a musical, I usually like to click. I, I have an unusual talent that I like to, uh, something like that, that I can click louder than lots of people. Most people click like, I like to click like. Did you do that with your mouth? Yeah. What? That sounds like two wood sticks being hit together. And can you do it in rhythm? Like if I give you a rhythm, can you do it back to me? Um, sure. Okay. Can you go? <laughs> oh my gosh, you just kept going with the song. <laughs> Pierre, it has been so fun to talk to you today. You too. Thanks for letting us perform your story. Totally, thanks. Bye. Bye. That's it for today's show. Thanks for listening, and thanks to today's authors, Cora and Pierre. And a big thanks to today's special guest, Ben Sinclair. Parents, don't forget to check us out on social media where you can see everything else we're up to. And if you haven't already left us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, please do it. It just takes a minute and makes a huge difference in helping us find new listeners. Thanks, everybody. See you next time. Bye! The Story Pirates Podcast is a production of Gimlet Media. Produced for Gimlet Media by Jasmine Romero and produced for the Story Pirates by Lee Overtree and Benjamin Salka. Associate producers for Story Pirates are Peter McNerney and Lauren Glover. Technical direction by Sam Baer. Recording, sound design, and mixing by Sam Baer and Josh Hahn at the Relic Room in New York City. 
theme song by Bobby Lord. Our head writer is Rachel Winitsky. Contributing writers are Peter McNerney, Megan O'Neill, and Lee Overtree. Special guest, Ben Sinclair. Today's episode features performances by PJ Adzema, Eric Austin, Lauren Brickman, Nick Canellis, Peter McNerney, Jack Mitchell, Monique Moses, Alexandra Nader, Brendan O'Grady, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, Peter Russo, SJ Sun, and Rachel Winitsky. The guy was written by Dan Foster, produced by Brendan O'Grady, and associate produced by Jack Mitchell, with vocal direction by Jack Mitchell. And now to take a nap in this pit of hissing cockroaches. Ah, so relaxing, so soft. Hey, cockroaches, would you guys mind keeping it down? I'm trying to sleep here. <laughs> <laughs>